Check my statistics If we talking about go, You gotta give me a mention This is rational hour If we being realistic This is rational They said I couldn't do it But I did it work Ethic like mom But you know that boy is a problem Tell me when to get him Then I got him This is rational hour I'm just keeping it a honey This is rational hour Everything you doing I done done it Welcome to the Rational Hour with Ryan, where we talk sports. I have a very, very special guest in the building, uh, the first lady herself, Miss Le- Linda Robinson. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Ryan. It's going to be fun to talk to you. I'm looking forward to it. Likewise. Uh, uh, Ms. Robinson, uh, just to give a little backdrop, Ms. Robinson, born and raised in Anaheim, daughter of Lewis and Josie Espinoza, uh, born and raised in Anaheim uh, High School, uh, class of 65, model, actress, <laughs> uh, member of the, uh, the Anaheim Board of Directors. Miss um, Robinson, what was it like just growing up in your household and living in Anaheim, being in the OC? Well, I'm an only child, so I got a lot of attention from my parents who were um, just wonderful parents. I mean, I was very, very fortunate. Anaheim was a growing town at that time. They were building Disneyland. And uh, I don't know, I think I had the ideal childhood. And Anaheim High School at the time was a big football community. And I think that's where I started uh, loving football. Even at the uh, tender age of six, seven years old, Friday Night Lights were really important in Anaheim. Yes, yes. A big football powerhouse um, with the lights of uh, Mickey Flynn, uh, just oh, a great, yeah. great player. Um, just the whole program itself in the community really embraced Anaheim as a whole. They've had some great players come from there, uh, Jim Fossil, Ruben Drones, um, and so forth. Uh, the city of Anaheim has just been uh, just a real entity in Orange County and California itself, with Disneyland being uh, kind of the, the stamping point of the city. Yep. I'm, I'm always proud to say I grew up in Anaheim. Now, Ms. Robinson, uh, Growing up in your home, uh, I just got to ask you with your father, um, Rusty Espinoza, uh, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, class of 08. Um, he's uh, honored at the Legends of Ascot, you know, real good close friends with uh, Louis Anser. Um, what was it like growing up in a racing family, a racing circuit? What was those experiences like in your household? Well, I have nothing but good memories. Uh, again, I grew up around racetracks, I think, since I was a baby, and there were sprint cars, you know, Indianapolis-type cars, and I got to know so many drivers, and just the racing community itself is just, uh, it's just wonderful, and lifelong friends, and uh, people that my dad worked with are like aunts and uncles to me, and just a very exciting life, really. And it was my dad's avocation, so it was mostly weekends, but um, I was always happy to go to the racetrack with him. Now, the what did it mean to your family for him to be honored with such a prestigious you know, declaration like being in the Hall of Fame in class of 08? I uh, just can't believe how proud we all were. Um, 
you know, he wanted it for a long time, but uh, when it came, it was just that it was so exciting. It's like winning the Oscar or, you know, any big award like that. and we all went, the whole family went to uh, Ohio, or excuse me, Iowa, where um, the Hall of Fame is. And it was a great week. And uh, we're just all so proud of him. Yeah, that's um, your father, very revered. Um, I mean, just growing up in this, his brothers and, and working with, with racing and, and, you know, being a veteran, um, you could tell he was very uh, beloved throughout his, his peers. I think so. He was uh, well loved, that's for sure. Now, Ms. Robinson, you had the honor of being um, married to John Robinson for 23 years. Yep. Um, when you, just the speaking of your experiences, uh, what we're going to talk about, just there's no doubt that being an NFL head coach is a demanding, stressful job. <laughs> and it's critical for any coach to have a strong source of support at home. Um, what were the pressures of, of being a wife of an NFL head coach and what were the balances that you had to do amongst, you know, being a, a wife and a mother and, you know, just dealing with the nuances of being a, a wife of a head coach? Well, being that I uh, loved football a whole lot before I ever met John, I think that helped me, number one. But uh, being the wife of the head coach is uh, it's a special, um, I don't know what to say. You have a lot of responsibilities as far as, far as uh being a buffer sometimes and um, but it was really exciting to me I really enjoyed every minute of it just uh, getting to know the players and other coaches wives uh, there's just a lot of positive things now during your time and and when John was with the Rams and he also was a legendary coach with USC um, there's a lot that goes into that I mean when you you met John he was kind of in the, in the cusp of his career. Um, what was it like when you first stepped into that lifestyle, just dealing with the LA Rams and, and being in a pro-life community? Just uh, can you talk about that a little bit and just in detail as far as like what what were your typical? Did you have a routine on game day? Yeah, pretty much a uh, routine was uh, we're normally at a hotel because teams always stay in hotels, you know, the night before games. So. Um, eat breakfast together, not talk much about the game. And uh, yeah. as he went out the door, I'd never say good luck. And I would say, have fun, you know, and that was my deal. <laughs> but uh, then you go to the game and usually I had family with me and um, <clears throat> try not to be too loud and boisterous at the game. And uh, afterward, you just support uh, your husband, whether you win or lose. I, I learned to do that right away. Uh, luckily, we won a lot, so that was exciting. But uh, the whole experience of being a coach's wife, there are a lot of ups and downs. I mean, you spend a lot of time by yourself during the season because, you know, they're gone a lot. So, um, But it, it was an exciting life that I enjoyed. Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, um, you know, John Robinson was such a revered guy i mean i mean so much success in in, in football um during your time i mean robinson uh led the rams to, to see title games mm-hmm. one of the more memorable season was the 89 season when the rams finished 13 and 6 uh they ended up losing an nfc championship to the 49ers what was that what experience like during that run and and the the great success the team had that year in 89 well, I remember that final game very clearly, like it was yesterday. <laughs> Disappointing, uh, but it, it was so exciting going there. Um, 
we've been to the 49, you know, 49 Stadium a lot, but Candlestick. But uh, they flew us there a couple days before the game. It was almost like being in the Super Bowl. Uh, we went on a private plane. Kevin uh, Green and Jerry Gray were with us. And uh, so much leading up to that game. It was just really exciting. We were in a suite. My daughters were with me. And uh, it was just very disappointing to lose. I mean, going to the Super Bowl would have been fantastic. But, you know, yeah. you win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some. It's it's hard, you know, in NFL. It's any given Sunday. It's it's so hard. If you look at the Rams as a franchise, they, you know, hadn't won a Super Bowl in so many years. They went in 79 and lost to the Steelers. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's a tough thing to do. Not everyone can win a Super Bowl, but to have, you know, his resume speaks for itself when John was there to have two NFC championships and get them to the playoffs continuously. It's a feat in itself. So, um, yeah, and lots of different quarterbacks every year. <laughs> he had to put up with that. Yeah, and that's huge. <laughs> that that's huge. Incredible. Uh, that, yeah. That was. That was one of the better teams that the Rams had in uh, 89. It was. 13-6. They were a very, very good team. It was. And and to me, it was just such a privilege to get to know some of those players. I mean, like Jackie Slater, who was there forever. I mean, just a special man. He and his wife, Annie. And like I mentioned, Kevin Green. Super guy. Just so many of the players that I got to know and their wives. And, you know, that's a real privilege. Yes. Now, Ms. Robinson, in 91, after finishing the 89 season, uh, Robinson announced his resignation from the Rams. Uh, a year later, reports surfaced that USC uh, athletic director at the time, Mike McKee, was trying to bring back John Robinson to USC. What were your thoughts during that time, and, and what were the feeling amongst your family? Well, we enjoyed our time off, um, you know, between the Rams and SD. When uh, we kind of got, you know, word that he might be asked, he, you know, he really thought about it going back a second time. You know, you take a lot of risks, but um, we talked about it. Uh, frankly, I, I never went to college. I didn't have that privilege. So this was going to be a whole new experience for me. I was a little nervous. Uh, but when we decided to do it and we were there, I met so many people that I loved, and it was like me having the college experience all over again. It, it was just so much fun all the time that we were there. Yeah, your first couple of years at SC, you guys went to the Freedom Bowl, you guys also went to the Cotton Bowl, and then you had the Rose Bowl success. Uh, what were your most memorable memories of USC at your time there, and what was the community like? Did they embrace you? Was it a real family atmosphere? What are some of your fondest memories of USC? Well, Trojan family, yes, they embraced me. And, uh, you know, people that are Trojan fans, they die. <laughs> Cardinal and gold. <laughs> and I love that. You know, I just always love the enthusiasm. But the bowl games were uh, really stand out in my memory. Of course, the Rose Bowl, that's the epitome. But actually, the Cotton Bowl was my favorite. They were the people wow. in Texas were so awesome, so nice, treated us like royalty, and it was really fun. And we had such a, a huge score that game. Keyshawn Johnson kind of kind of went crazy there, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, you know, the best thing about USC to me was getting to know all the young men on the teams. You know, they come in really young and 
by the time four years are up, they're uh, they're men, and it's just exciting to see them change that way. I I loved every minute of that. Yeah, it was a a good run. Um, that Cotton Bowl victory was just epic because <laughs> Texas Tech was playing in the, you're playing in their backyard. I mean, they had you know, Zach Thomas, they had uh, some well Byron um, Hanspar, I think it was. They had a really good team. Uh, Texas Tech was so SC. It wasn't was kind of on the cups of becoming a great yeah. program, but they hadn't got that respect yet. And that game, I thought, really kind of put them over yeah. the top where <laughs> they start getting into the AP poll and, and things we like that. We stopped them, I think, and they threw a lot of tortillas down on the field. That's their deal. <laughs> right. Yes, <laughs> I remember really that. Funny. It was it was uh, a couple nice plays. I know Leonard Green had a nice oh, run yeah. in the end zone, and then. Uh, they, you know, it was just a great overall. I mean, they were just clicking all all the way around. And Keyshawn couldn't yeah. be stopped, and the defense played. Yeah, something. that was a, that was a really good team that year. Yeah. The, um. Now the following year, uh, SC went to the Rose Bowl and played Northwestern. It's a great game. Uh, Northwestern was a very high team. Uh, they, you know, Donnell Autry, and uh, they had a couple other great players. SC, you know, MVP of the, the Rose Bowl year was Keyshawn yeah. Johnson. Taylor McCutcheon had a great game. Um, what were your memories of the Rose Bowl and the whole festivities that come with well, it? Well, again, uh, being at a bowl game is really special. But the Rose Bowl, granddaddy of them all, that was uh, quite an honor. I just remember the week before, uh, just going to all the activities. And uh, it was just so much fun. They have a big ball, you know, the night, two nights before the game. And uh, all I can remember is the end of the game and uh, just kind of closing my eyes like oh my gosh are we going to win and then right when we did uh, someone come, came up in the stands grabbed me to go down on the field and it was just like a dream come true it was it was really neat <laughs> now there after the SC uh, career with, with uh, Coach Robinson there's a bizarre story in 97 that John Robinson was fired without speaking <laughs> personally to him. And as he ended up hiring Kansas City's uh, Paul mm-hmm. Hackett, who had a press conference for his hiring, who was not present at the time. And it was another press conference within an hour of USC's <laughs> press conference by John Robinson held by his own media session, expressing his displeasure with USC yeah. and AD uh, Mike Garrett. Uh, Robinson was 62 at the time. Uh, you know, it was just so shocking. I mean, there's so many stories with this whole thing. Robinson's, you know, 12 years at SC, national titles, four role victories. What were your thoughts and how do you feel as far as that whole situation? Did, um, did you feel it was unjust and just did you take that personally, how the whole situation played out? And what exactly happened? Well, yeah, I was very disappointed, very hurt in the way that SC treated John. I mean, John, you know, he loved SC and uh, but I mean it happens in coaching I mean you've got to expect it but the way they did it and um, you know Mike Garrett left a message on our message machine at home while we were out Christmas shopping and came home and uh, there was the message on the on the phone that uh, you know he was no longer going to be the coach so I thought that was really the chicken way out (laughs) frankly (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah, it was disappointing. That's crazy. It really was, yeah. And it was sad to leave SC. You know, we, we loved it there. 
And you know, Ms. Robinson, it's not, it's just the way, you know, to go about things. Someone that's so, you know, put so much blood, sweat, and tears into the program. I mean, that's just, you say chicken way out. I mean, that's the <laughs> understatement. I mean, that's just wrong. Ethically, you know what I mean? Well, just to have more respect for somebody that's done so much for your program yeah, through the decades. Yeah, I don't want to make it. I don't want to make a I comment mean, uh, on that. You wouldn't want to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, this is just my opinion. Yeah, I, I just think that that's not right. I mean, I, I have you know respect for uh, Coach Robinson and from you know just his his resume, you know, and uh, how much he means and how much uh, he he met to the USC program. Yeah. So I yeah, that's the, I um, think the players were extremely upset, you know, to to, to lose John as a coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's known right. as a player's coach, and and uh, his players all love him. Yeah, uh, very beloved by so many players that I've known that that have the honor mm-hmm. of playing for him. Now, uh, after that um, situation where Coach Robinson was like going ninety seven, a year later. December 98, he was hired by UNLV. Uh, what was Vegas life like? And did you embrace that uh, situation or how did that uh, Well, transpire? that was a whole different world, I will say this. But, um, <laughs> you know, when we got to UNLV, I mean, that's a basketball school. You know, that's all they've ever cared right. about, you know. Uh, so it was tough uh, trying to get uh, fans to go to games. But uh, John made sure that they redid the field. Uh, really fix up the stadium and uh, you know he had a name then that everybody recognized so we were we were treated very fairly um, and Las Vegas is is really an exciting city I, I didn't really know that much about it we lived in Henderson but just going into town restaurants he was always treated like a king so you got spoiled by all that and uh, the years we spent there were uh, they were good you know, like, but like I said, okay. it's not a football school, so just kind of had to had no, to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I mean, there were a lot of talks. You know, it kind of transpired quickly. Uh, there was rumors he might go somewhere else, and then he ended up taking the UNLV job. Um, comparing the two different programs, what were the biggest difference from USC to UNLV? Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, like I said, the fans—you know—it was—it was hard getting fans there because, like I said, it was a basketball school, and at SC, you know, that's yeah. a sellout all the time. You—you you never so have to fight to get right. fans there for sure. And of course, the budget was completely different. You know, there were things that you had to put up with there that uh, that you wouldn't at SC. And then uh, towards the end, John became uh, the athletic director as well. And that was just a lot of work. You know, that was. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's definitely two different uh, uh, planets when it comes to USC football and UNLV football. So it was a daunting task for him to even take that on. But I thought he did very oh, he did. Really well he with the hand he, he did. Dealt. I, I can remember yes. the first away game that we had. Oh, I forget. It was in Texas. I can't remember who we played, but we won the game. And on the plane ride home, okay. some of the fans that were on the plane, uh, you know, boosters that you take along with you, uh, they said, we don't really know how to act uh, winning an away game because we've never done that. <laughs> I'll just never forget that. Yeah. It, was, it was really funny. Yeah, I was shocked because, you know, SC had a couple guys that left and I think transferred to UNLV. Uh, 
I know one, a, a couple of quarterbacks, I think it was Jason Thomas or Rocky Hines ended up going over there with him. And I thought they yeah, Jason really Thomas was really great for us. That, just a really fine young man. He and his family were just great. Yeah, he was a good quarterback. Um, now, Ms. Robinson, what were the biggest differences from being a college wife to a coach and a an NFL wife? What was the differences in your eyes? Or no, they I don't the think same? they're the same at all. Um, NFL is a business, and players are treated, you know, like employees, actually. Uh, there's a uh, big span um, salaries-wise, you know, some guys make a whole lot of money and, you know, some don't. And so uh, wives are different. Uh, <laughs> the way they treat each other, it's interesting uh, phenomenon. Uh, as a head coach's wife, though, everybody was always good to me. But I, I know that there were, you know, conflicts. But in college, it's a whole different thing. Kids are great. They're enthusiastic. You know, there's just, it's a whole different atmosphere. I love the college. Uh, atmosphere was great. Uh, what were some of your favorite uh, player relationships as far as uh, some of the young men that you got to know through your time as, as, as wife to uh, John? Well, at, um, at the rounds, uh, Kevin Green was one of my favorites. You know, he passed away just this December and uh, it was heartbreaking to me because uh, he was a good player. No, he was a great player, I should say, and great personality. And he actually uh, did a little modeling for uh, my agency at the time, which was really fun. And uh, Jackie Slater, absolutely one of my favorite people still. He and his wife, Annie, were good friends of ours. Just uh, some of the relationships there, and especially other coaches and their wives. Um, you know, Norv Turner was one of our coaches there, um, who we were great friends with. Um, Mike Riley, who his wife Dee. So all those friendships meant a lot, a lot to me. But um, in the college, I mean, I had so many favorites at SC. It's, I, I don't even, you know, I can't begin to name them all. I mean, Keyshawn was one of my favorites, great personality, and Johnny Morton, and uh, gosh, <laughs> can't even think of all of them. And my uh, former son-in-law, of course, Johnny McWilliams, one of my absolute favorites still is. So, uh, just, just a, you know, I never had any sons. I had two daughters. So, these were... Uh, I like my kids, and it was, uh, I, I love that. Okay, Miss um, okay, Robinson, let's play a little wordplay. So I'm going to give you a name, and you just give me your thoughts in, in a few sentences. All right, I'll give what it a comes try. To mind. Uh, Jim Fossil. To me, he's Jimmy Fossil, because he was a year behind me at, at Anaheim <laughs> High School. Uh, mm -hmm just uh, a really nice guy. I didn't know him really, really well in high school. His uh, sister Linda was in my class, but I just was so proud of him once he got in the NFL and became a head coach and uh, renewed our friendship a little bit. And I, I just think he's an outstanding individual, really. And he, he's involved now at Anaheim High School, does what he can for them, you know, as an alumni. And I, I think that's great. Burt uh, Reynolds, Reynolds, oh my gosh. <laughs> we had the privilege of meeting him a few times. He, uh, John used to have a, 
a show uh, Thursday nights. He would uh, do a, a sports show uh, when we were with the Rams. And Burt Reynolds uh, came on the show a couple of times. He came in character as the coach from Evening Shade, which I don't know if anybody remembers that, but it was it was a good show. And got to know him a little bit. And just the nicest man. He, um, unassuming, loved football. So he loved being around John. He did a couple of shows in Las Vegas when we lived there. And, you know, we went backstage and visited with him. And just, I, I couldn't say anything bad about Burt Reynolds. He was just awesome. Yeah, such a, uh, a great actor and uh, just a good career yeah. and overall person just a good as man. far as my knowledge. Um, uh, John, John Madden. Madden. <laughs> Lots of stories with John Madden because... He and John grew up together, first grade on in Catholic school. So they've been best buddies, well, forever, and still are, you know, more like brothers than anything. And um, we uh, stayed at their home, uh, he and his wife, Virginia, uh, several times. Uh, Just real people. I mean, absolutely just a great couple, and they're a lot of fun. And we, of course, got to go... uh, to Canton when John was inducted into the Hall of Fame and that was really exciting a lot of exciting people that went to to be with him but uh, he and John have had just a great relationship you know pretty much all their lives yeah I was reading that he went to Oregon with uh, both uh, Johns went to Oregon and then uh, Madden ended up leaving and going to um, yeah San Luis San Luis Obispo Yeah, and they both were with McKay and uh, uh, the coach of Casanova, right. I believe, was at Oregon at the time. Yeah, and that was kind of where their um, their playing careers and coaching careers kind of started. And I know he went with Coach Madden before he uh, went to USC. Uh, with the Raiders, coach, think, right? Running backs with the Raiders. Um, one good story that I love that uh, John told me that. Uh, he had won the national championship, you know, at the Coliseum, and Madden had won uh, the Super Bowl at the Coliseum, and they got together and uh, said, can you believe that two guys from Daly City would be here, both of us winning at, at the top of our game? And I always like that story. Uh, that is, at the same time, they both won championships the same year? pretty close, yeah. Within... Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, Jimmy Bryan. Jimmy Bryan, the race car driver? Yeah, my dad's Correct. favorite. Yeah. I can remember yeah. watching him. I, I never knew him personally, but my dad did. And uh, I think he was from Arizona. And uh, we'd go uh, to a track, Manzanita, in Arizona. And he would always be there at the races. I, I just knew that my dad just adored him. And he was killed in a in a race car accident. And, oh, boy, that affected my dad a lot. Yeah. I was reading about that. That was an interesting story. Seemed very close to your father, and uh, uh, from my yeah, understanding, he was, you know, he was one of your uh, favorites. My favorite, though, in at you know Indianapolis and, and growing up around the Unsers and a lot of famous race drivers. But Parnelli Jones was it for me. Uh, that was my first crush. I met him when I was about eleven, and he was in his twenties, just starting out in sprint cars at Ascot Speedway. And wow, I thought he was the greatest. 
Very. When he won Indianapolis racer. 500, if you win, you get the um, pace car. They give you the pace car. And so uh, after he mm. came home during the year, he uh, drove the pace car over to our house and took us out to dinner. And that was that was it for me. That was so exciting. And it was. Wow, that's really awesome. Um, yes. Uh, Marv Go, uh, Goo. Marv Goo was uh, just a um, very special person, beloved by everybody. Really fun guy, but very serious about football. Uh, did a little acting, which I, I always uh, I thought was really fun. Uh, he and his wife Patty would have a lot of fun barbecues. I mean, we were over at their place all the time, and Marv was always in charge and. Everybody would make fun of him because he was a real neat neck and everything had to be perfect. <laughs> but I don't know that there's anyone more beloved at USC than Mark Goo. Yeah, he was, um, Every so many people just, just thought he was just a real character, funny guy, just yeah, real, fiery. always upbeat, fiery. fiery. dedicated, yeah. I've heard, yeah, he, <laughs> dedicated. And he loved SC, another one of those, just real passionate uh, Cardinal and Gold, you know, guys that were really great assistant coaches, yep. just you know, really revered by their peers. Uh, he's he he's definitely indeed. missed in the USC community. Kevin Green, like uh, I said, Green. he uh, he was one of my favorites. He was uh, raised in a military family, so he was just always yes, ma'am, yes, sir, and uh, what a great player. I mean, <laughs> just incredible. And uh, he did some modeling for my, I had a modeling agency at the time, and he did a couple of fashion shows for us and a couple of photo shoots. And the one thing that I thought was really funny when he, he did a couple of fashion shows, uh, all the rest of my models were like, oh, well, thank you, Linda. This is like the best show because <laughs> he was there. So uh, just, I, I, just a special person. I mean, so sincere all the time and, came to visit us in Las Vegas when we were there and had an interesting career after, you know, he tried wrestling and um, then he, then he was got in coaching was what I thought that was the ideal career for him. Yeah. Oh, he did. He kind of had that Hulk <laughs> Hogan look hair. to him, you know, he was <laughs> that long hair and the eyes, he was, you know, he, he was like a character, true. you know, it was, he was a, such a great player too. I mean, uh, he just really was, uh, you know, with the Rams, just the edge rusher, real powerful guy. Yes. Uh, even his career with the Steelers and uh, right. at the end of his career yeah. with, uh, with Carolina. So, yeah, um, he's he's definitely uh, will be yes, missed. Uh, Kevin Green, who's a legend in the game, Hall of Fame. Another Hall of Famer. Um, I know you yep. touched on him also, uh, Jackie, uh, Jackie Slater. Of course has had his whole career at the Rams, which, you know, people just don't do that anymore. Um, very um, family, you know, he and his wife, Annie, like I said, were very good friends. Just, uh, I, I don't know, just the most real person you would ever know, just kind. And, uh, but then you got him on the field, different man. <laughs> Such a great player. And yes, we did get mm. to go to his induction of the Hall of Fame. As a matter of fact, John is the one who introduced him. And uh, really exciting because after uh, you're inducted that night or the next night, each player has their own big party. And uh, and Jackie's was special. So many of, uh, you know, former Rams were there and 
just uh, good memories. Yeah, I always remember the Rams offensive line because the success of Eric Dickerson and, you know, him getting the 2,000 yards and just them having the, yeah. those pillars up front like Newberry and Slater. They just they had some, some Yeah, they some had really a great good, line, uh, that's for sure. Players on that team. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Gene Autry. What about Gene Autry? I baseball, but uh, I did meet him. I had the pleasure of meeting him. Uh, we were at a luncheon for um, a radio personality who'd gotten his star, you know, in Hollywood. And when we got to the luncheon, there was a round table, and I, I was waiting to see where I was supposed to sit. And Mrs. Autry came over, and Gene um, Autry was already sitting down, and she said, No, you, you need to come here and sit next to Gene. He likes to sit next to all the pretty girls. <laughs> So that was a nice compliment, but uh, we had a conversation wow. and uh, really a good man. You know, I told him, well, I don't know anything about baseball. He said, well, that's all right. Then we can talk about football if you want. <laughs> yeah. Gene was a legend. I mean, he still has that statue and they have a street named after him. He, he He's uh you know, he did a lot for the Angels in the city of Anaheim. No, he I think so, too. And, you know, that, people that forget had, he so. was a cowboy before that. And when my, my parents found out that I met him, mm-hmm. I, my, then my dad goes, oh, my gosh, you know, he was in the movies. I said, yeah, I know that, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he, he's known for yep, that cowboy. He, uh, he always had that hat on. Well, uh, Georgia, uh, I think that a lot of people believe uh, bad things about her, you know, that she was self-centered and um, didn't know a lot about football. But I will tell you, my experiences with her were um, always really good. She treated me just like a friend. And I was warned before I ever met her that uh, don't be don't be insulted if she doesn't like you or she isn't nice to you because normally she's not nice to women and she doesn't like them on the team plane. Well, that's why I first met her on the team plane going to Japan and uh, I was so nervous to meet her. But um, from that moment on, she was just always really nice, came to our parties at our home and um, I don't know, she always treated me very fairly. Yeah. You know, a lot of, you know, press and media, you know, make people out to what you might not know them to be or you have this depiction of them. But until you actually meet them and you yeah. experience yeah, it for yeah, yourself, no. then you and actually did, know. You know, she did do a lot, of, a lot of strange things, but that didn't have anything to do with me. You know, it had to do with the team. Uh, so I, I can't say anything bad about her. Bill Walsh was a uh, old Bill Walsh. John's. Uh, they played against each other, of course, a lot. Um, but uh, we, when we'd go to San Francisco, we'd always have dinner with he and his wife. And uh, we went on, uh, you know, once a year, NFL coaches, you, you go to the big meetings. And uh, we always spent a lot of time with, uh, with him. He and John were good friends. Yeah, I mean, talk about one of the best, you know, and then they, you know, have to yep. play each other two times a year. Those are just the two best offenses in the NFC West. I mean, uh, the 49ers and Rams had some battles, man. It's just unfortunate that, uh, 
you know, the Rams have the ladder of the sticks a lot of those occasions. But yeah, but you've got to say Joe battles. Montana, and that tells you, that tells you everything. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. And the, the yeah. Jerry Rice, Montana, yeah, Taylor, were, uh, Craig. Like Ronnie Lott, I mean, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, Ronnie. Yeah. The, the uh, Lott Award winner. Definitely one of John's favorites, Ronnie Lott. He's, and, you know, just again a really great guy and uh, we went to his wedding and uh, married the loveliest per- person I mean she's just super and they have gorgeous children and uh, you know John just loved him like a son uh, the, you know the star of the Rams Eric Dickerson you know one of the yeah. he had contract battles with the Rams and uh, it was a, I know he had a you know good relationship with John from my understanding uh what were your impressions of Eric and, and how well as a player, player as a he he was so exciting to watch I mean I I love to watch him it just seemed like when he got the ball and started running he put it in another gear and nobody was going to get him you know he just he was super but I think that um, the Rams organization did not treat him fairly I was really sad to see him leave John was sad to see him leave I mean could have built a whole team around Eric you know and then he, it was sad. He went to the Colts and they never had any real success. Yeah, that was a big thing amongst, uh, you know, some people say it's agents yep. or people giving him bad information. And, you know, he, he was just, ah, it was one of those things you wonder what would have happened. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, I can the, remember the when it started to be over and he, you know, he had to say he had the flu, couldn't play. And, you know, that was the end. And mm. it was sad. Wow. Okay, Ms. Robinson. So I had um, an interesting question for you. If you could have three dinner guests, uh, dead or alive, who would you mm, want to sit down and have, have dinner with? Do they have to be in football? <laughs> no, anybody. Uh, just if you could have any three guests oh, come okay. sit down and have dinner with you, who would well, you want I to come with you? I think John uh, Kennedy would be one. And uh, Elvis oh, Presley. <laughs> My favorite. And I think okay. also uh, Marilyn Monroe. She's my absolute favorite. And I always, um, wow. I don't know. I just felt this fondness for her. Her birthday is June 1st. Mine was June 2nd. And when I was modeling, I got the privilege of shooting an ad mm-hmm. with a photographer that had shot a lot of her pictures. So when I found that out, I stayed after the shoot and he and his wife told me all about her and you know, she's kind of a tragic story, but totally my favorite. I studied her a lot when I was modeling. Yeah, wasn't there a yeah. connection with Monroe and Kennedy? Yeah. Yeah, it would okay, be a real yeah, interesting, be interesting dinner. dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, what was it like? I know you had a model agency. Were you able to work with anyone of note that um, you could uh, share in the with modeling us? agency? Not really. Um, when I was modeling, and I did a lot of okay. conventions, you know, um, I met some people that were, you know, famous, but uh, didn't have relationships really with any any one of them. My modeling agency was here in Orange County, so we did a lot of local stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. I mean, you had such a a life. I, that's why I wanted to kind of just pick your brain for a second. You 
you know, just growing up in a racing family and being married to John for so long and, you know, your, your, your daughters and just uh, your upbringing. I really appreciate you just giving the insight and just your whole life and career. That's fun um, talking about it. Um, well, what are your uh, final thoughts? My love of football has continued even after John and I separated. I'm fortunate enough to have a very athletic grandsons. And uh, a granddaughter, too, who plays soccer and is a surfer and a lifeguard in Laguna. And uh, my one grandson is a basketball player, and he uh, played basketball at Fresno State, graduated from there, and is getting his master's degree at master's playing um, basketball. But my youngest, uh, who's my heart, <laughs> is a football player, and he's at Cal Berkeley, and I just mm-hmm. I couldn't be prouder of that young man. Tyson and Tyson. Wow, that's was, Tyson, uh, correct? Right. Uh, uh, his final year at St. Augustine in San Diego was selected the outstanding male athlete in the county of San Diego. Yeah, his year was. Wow, that's awesome. I'm blessed. Yeah, you have a beautiful family, family. Um, you know. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, what are your thoughts on, on the USC football program now where it stands compared well, to what it's been in the past? I really shouldn't give my opinion because I don't know much about it. I know that the poor head coach there is, <laughs> I feel sorry for him. You know, so many people don't like him. And uh, I think they've had a good recruiting season this year from what I read in the papers. But um, I'm disappointed that uh, they have fired a couple of people uh, when all this uh, you know, stuff went down with pain to get into the school. A couple of people that I knew in the athletic department that were wonderful people, they would have done anything for SC, got fired, and I don't think they had anything to do with what went on. So it, that was disappointing to me. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, what advice would you give any young lady out there that's in a young <laughs> relationship married to a head coach? The key to 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 being happy and well, and I just think taking you care of need family. to know ahead of time that uh, if they're head coach, they're going to spend a lot of time working, and you just have to work around that. You have to learn. Uh, well, you know, every man that's a head coach has a different personality. You know, so it's hard to say what you would say to them after a game, right. after a win, or after a loss. But you learn to do those things. You know their personality and. Uh, I just think it's a very exciting life. I mean, there's a lot of ups and downs, of course, but the ups make it worth make it worthwhile. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Miss Robinson. You've been great. I, I really enjoy talking to you, and I, I really appreciate <laughs> you giving us these gems of your life and, and just the whole the nuances oh. that come with these, you know. Football, well, Ryan, I um, uh, thank you for the opportunity. It was an honor to be here on your podcast, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs>